Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Hello and welcome into the podcast exclusive of Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors. Thank you so much for downloading this podcast and joining us once again. If you know anybody in your life that enjoys these type of conversations, uh, whether it be Second Amendment talk, gun laws, law enforcement, the military, uh, and then things like The Great Outdoors, hunting and fishing, camping, hiking, all of that great stuff stuff um make sure you let them know that we are here we have the radio show of course that airs on the weekends on 97.1 fm talk and on kmox in st louis and we put out two podcasts every week this one the podcast exclusive that you're listening to now that comes out every monday and the radio show podcast we actually release before the radio show airs on the weekends you can get that show on fridays so it's a chance to if you're going to be out on the water if you're going to be doing some fishing over the weekend and you just want to take us with you before the show is even on the air you can do so you can get our podcast uh, anywhere as you probably know getting this but uh, the odyssey app if you don't have that yet make sure you check out the odyssey app it's an fantastic app you can stream uh, both radio stations 24 7 you can rewind live radio and you can download not just this podcast but all the podcasts on the radio stations there on the odyssey app uh this week on the radio show we talked to our friend aaron tarlow from southern armory got a great update on things like the sapa bill that just passed in missouri and an update on some of the federal gun bills that are making their way through washington dc and we talked to our buddy mark mcmurray from bluff city outdoors in alton and uh, mark is sticking around and is joining us for this podcast exclusive so mark I appreciate you putting a little overtime uh, in with us this week. Thank you so much. No, no problem, Tony. No problem. So for people that didn't, uh, real quick, because we talked about it on the show, but for people who missed it, uh, give them a quick reminder of uh, the Alton Catfish Classic, a fantastic fishing tournament that unfortunately uh, did not happen last year due to the pandemic, but it is back again this year. Um, great news. And uh, for people that would be interested in that, uh, tell them about the, the tournament. Yep. So the tournament is uh, September September 11th. It's a Saturday. It's in conjunction with the Alton Expo, which is our the Alton celebration in the downtown riverfront area. The weigh-in will take part in that festivity, so there'll be a lot of rides and food and stuff for people to enjoy while they're hanging around waiting and watching all the boats uh, line up to, to weigh in. And um, it was a great time uh, when we had it, the, you know, two years ago. And uh, it, it's going to be a great time again. It's your chance to really come out and see some giant fish being weighed in. And last year they put them in the little pool so everybody could watch them for a while. Yeah. And, 
hopefully uh, it it be another stellar event. It was it was incredible. Like it is it was like watching a tournament on television. I mean the the payout is legit. <laughs> you know, and so it is a big deal, big tournament that brings fishermen in from all around the country. And is it 100 boats again, Mark? Yeah, it's 100 boats again. Uh, I think we have about 10 states again, 10 teams from 10 different states coming in. So It is it is incredible. And with the way that it's set up there um, on, on the fairgrounds in Alton, it's perfect because there's actually like uh, kind of an amphitheater-style seating and it's it's it it looks like it's almost built for exactly what you guys do. I mean, it's like watching a tournament on television when the trucks pull up, uh, you know, towing the boats, and the and the guys are taking the fish directly out of the live well and weighing them right there on stage. And like you said, uh, there's a big there's a big uh, uh, pool there that some of the biggest fish that get caught. Uh, get put in for a few minutes, you know, and all the fish go back in in the river. Uh, but, uh, you know, we the, some of the bigger fish uh, go in the in the pool there for a few minutes. So uh, the kids and other people can take a look at some of the uh, the biggest catches of the day. And it is uh, I mean, it is it is a it's it's not a rinky dink local uh, tournament. This is a a national size big tournament that has that big tournament feel and i know the guys that participate in it take it very seriously it is it's truly a uh, it's truly a, a feather in the cap of of anyone that's able to not not only win the tournament but you know just place high in the tournament not only are you going to make uh, a, a nice little payday but it's definitely um it's definitely an accolade that uh, that guys are really fighting for right Oh yeah, they they really uh, they really get into it, and and like you said, the 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 setup is so nice. I mean, I think they had like thirty five hundred people at that amphitheater when Nelly was there. So I mean, it's got seating. You know, it's just it's just a beautiful place to have a a way in like that. It truly is. And we were talking a little bit about it on the radio show, but um, the the appetite for for fishing and for being outside and getting back out in the great outdoors is uh, is 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 it, I don't know about an all-time high, but it's certainly higher than it has been in any time that I can remember in in recent memory. Um, you know, people are are they have rediscovered the great outdoors and they have rediscovered fishing, and that's been a great thing. I mean, obviously a great thing business-wise for for you guys at Bluff City Outdoors, but I think just a, a great thing you know for uh for people uh, there's nothing better in my opinion for the the soul especially in today's world with all the madness on television and in the news there's there is nothing better than unplugging getting away from all of that madness and getting outside and enjoying the great outdoors for me the best thing is getting on a boat and doing a little bit of fishing and there's more people than there has been in a long time uh, uh doing that right Oh, without a doubt. I mean, it was, you know, you, who would have thought it would take a pandemic to give the, the outdoor sports a shot in the arm like this? I mean, it did more than what all the marketing geniuses in for 30 years could figure out. And, and it just really just needed to get people outside. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, once people once people have that experience, I've told this story on, on the show before. I am I am exactly that person. I was, you know, I, I loved fishing as a kid. 
Uh, my grandpa had a little uh, John boat that he took out. He lived over in uh, 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 Bell Fountain in the Bell Fountain area and had a little John boat that we would take out on Spanish Lake when I was a kid. And we would uh, catfish and crappie fish over there. And uh, my dad was a, a, a loved to fish, and he and his friends uh, put together their own annual fishing tournament. You know, so it was a big part of my childhood, and I went fishing all the time, and I camped a lot, and just and loved it. And then, you know, I, I I grew up, I got in my 20s, I, you know, started doing other things, and I, you know, my lifestyle drifted away from the great outdoors. And I will never forget, uh, I was over at, my, at, at a friend's house who has some farm property and a little farm pond, and I asked him if there was any fish in the pond, and he said, yeah, and he said, there's a, you know, there's pole and, you know, lures over there, whatever. And I hadn't probably fished in in 10 years. This was probably now, oh, God, this is probably at least 15 years ago now. I was probably around 30 when this happened. Um, And I remember this moment like it was yesterday. I was using a hula popper, of all things. I was using a a popper uh, lure because it just happened to be what was tied on to this fishing pole that I picked up. And I was fishing for two or three minutes and caught a, I don't know, pound and a half, two pound, big, nice keeper bass. And it like something clicked. And like I literally like that weekend was out buying a new fishing pole, buying a new tackle box, and I was off to the races. And I haven't looked back since. It's been my favorite pastime uh, since that moment, but it was just that I just needed to be reintroduced. I needed to have that experience. I need, and once you know, once people just get outside and and that happens, uh, they remember how great it is, and then it's then it's just off to the races. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's incredible. That's just that that just something about when it, especially when you're fishing top water like that, when that fish yes. comes up and explodes on it, and <laughs> it is, it just, it just gets the, gets the juices in your body rolling, you know. It's Absolutely, just, it's really cool. Yeah, top water is my favorite way to fish. Uh, I mentioned, um, I mentioned uh, buzzbait that I bought at Bluff City Outdoors the last time I was out there. And we didn't have time on the show, but I'd, I'd like to expand on this a little bit. I know one of the the things, um, I mean, that you can get everything. You know, you can stock up on everything out there at Bluff City Outdoors. Uh, they they specialize. You guys specialize in the catfish stuff, of course, being right there on the Mississippi River. But it doesn't, you know, bass, crappie, spoonbill snagging, everything. Uh, they've got you covered at Bluff City. But um, uh, one of the great things is you have a lot of local partnerships with people that are uh, that are making uh, uh, fishing gear right here in the area, and I know that that's a uh, I know that that's a thing that you guys you know are proud of there that y- you can offer y- a- a- an outlet for these local guys to sell their stuff. And uh, that buzzbait that I bought, I bought like five of them, and I think I still have two of them in the tackle box. Um, it, you know, it, it's it's it, it's not only locally made, but in many times it's it's superior quality as well so can you talk about some of those relationships that you have yeah so we 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 try to search out and find uh local fishing tackle manufacturers you know people that are doing something a little bit different or maybe you know they're just wanting to really get started into something Uh, we we work with a couple on the crappie side where we got a couple of local uh, hand tie guys that we're that we're doing business with and and they just make great products 
like I said, on that bass lure, that was a company out of Belleville. And then, you know, we got a, another one that they're, they're up by Springfield that, that they're making some great bass jigs and uh, a new chatter bait. They're called wrecker baits, but you know, it's just nice to be able to work with these, with these smaller guys because they're making really good products and, and, and people, you know, need to see their stuff. So, you know, we do it with, uh, we put in a new line of crappie baits called brush pile. They're out of Decatur, Illinois. Great baits, great nice. baits, you know, it's just, it's just nice to be able to do that. Can you talk about the, uh, can you talk about fishing on the Mississippi river a little bit? Uh, myself being primarily a bass fisherman, um, I do fish some smaller rivers. We go down to um, we go down to this uh, this spot on the uh, Jack Fork, the Jack's Fork River every year, um, and fish for smallmouth. And it's it's just one of my favorite trips of the year. I love catching uh, river smallmouth bass uh, because a, a a little one pound fish fights like a ten pounder when <laughs> those smallmouth in those rivers. It's just it's just a great great time. Um, but I definitely w- would not be in my element on uh, a bigger river like the Mississippi River. So um, can you just talk about that a little bit? It, it, is it is is catfish the the primary thing on the uh, the the Mississippi and the Missouri rivers, um, or is there more is there more to do? Is there more maybe that people don't realize um, you know to fish for there in the river? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, so the the catfishing uh, is is probably the the number one target fish in the rivers, just because they're they're very abundant. You know that's a great environment for them. Uh, they get very big. You know we're blessed to have very big blue cats in the area, and uh, you know but there's other fish out there that people don't think about, and the ones that know about them, of course, they go after them. But it, there's can be really good white bass fishing mm-hmm. on both the Mississippi and the Missouri when we get the right conditions and the flow of the currents right and stuff. So they can really not, and they're really nice stout fish. Fighting, living in that current, fish yeah. have a tendency to get a little bit built more like a football. Yeah, you know they're a little wider than they would be in a lake, and yeah, they're just a little more muscular. Yeah, those white bass are great fighters. Period. But and uh, yeah, living in the river where they have to fight the current more often, even better. Yeah, that's another one like the smallmouth. That's just a great. A great fight, great fish to catch. Yeah, they're out there and they're abundant. And then another one that is just starting to really get more and more people interested. Those that know about them, there's there's a really good uh, walleye and sauger fishery here in the St. Louis area, uh, below the Chain of Rocks, uh, right there below 270. That, that they catch them there all winter long. But more and more people are starting to fish for them up below the dam at all. Yeah, and, and they're they're abundant and they're such a good eating fish. It's just nobody really thinks about. About them in this area, you think about them up by Winfield and stuff, but right. not here. And they're here. It's just we got to get more people fishing for them. Yeah, and and you guys can help out with um with the with the river fishing, right? If people come out to Bluff City, you can oh, yeah. uh, you can put them in touch with some with some guides and people that'll that'll take them out on uh, on fishing excursions, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So we can, we can help people out there. Hook them up with the right people. Like I said, there's about five catfish guides that are doing it full time in the St. Louis area. A lot wow. of people don't realize that, but no, that's fantastic. Out there. Yeah, yeah, I may have to be. I may have to take you up on that. Yeah, we need to get you out there and, and get you get maybe get a little video or something. I don't oh. think I'm trying to remember. I have fished in some of the like um, in some of the spots that are right off the river, kind of like the overspill spots. Um, 
but I don't think I have ever actually fished on the Mississippi River. I've been on the river on a boat, on a on a fishing boat, but we were just it was only one time, and it was like we were just going for a ride. I don't think I have ever fished on the Mississippi River, so we got to make that happen, yeah, Mark. You and I got to make yeah, that yeah, happen. Yeah, oh yeah, we got to make that happen. And <laughs> you know, and there also the, a lot of people don't realize. Well, we have there are a few actual stripers up in the area, and then there's a lot of the hybrid ones that are the, the cross between the stripers and the in a white bass, and they get you know seven to ten pounds, and they fight like there's no tomorrow. And uh, and there's a lot of people fish for those too. What's the uh, what's the situation with the um, the uh, Asian carp? Uh, you know those uh, that that was such a big deal for uh, you know a couple years ago. We were hearing about how they were just taking over everywhere, and you know these crazy videos of guys uh, you know driving you know in a particular spot of the river, and all of a sudden these fish are flying everywhere. I have experienced that also personally. Um, it is, it, it's crazy when you see it in person, when you see how big and how solid some of these fish are and they have the ability to jump completely over your boat out, seemingly out of nowhere. Uh, it happened to, uh, my friend and I at Creve Core Lake, which I know that they have addressed that out there at Creve Core, And some, that's not something you expect because you can't run a gas motor out there. And this was just from the trolling motor. And this fish was massive and literally jumped over the boat long ways. My little eleven foot John boat, it went, it went over us, and it was. It, it, I looked at my buddy, and both of our eyes were just wide as could be. Like, I can't believe that just happened. Um, is that still as is it? Are people getting used to that? And is the is it affecting the fishing? Is it just something that we've kind of adapted to? Is it getting better? Is it getting worse? What's going on with that? From talking to the commercial fishermen, I mean, they're still out there. They're still abundant, but we're they're seeing less and less of the giant big head carp. That was the one. It's, it's almost like you know the conditions were right for them to explode, and then between the harvesting and and, and possibly, I mean, in our filter feeders, yeah. removing some of the nutrients that they really needed. We're not they're not seeing near as many of the great big ones, the ones that were seventy, eighty pounds and stuff. Now the average is getting way down. And that's and, good, uh, right? Because they're they're not yeah. necessarily good for the uh, for the fishing industry. No, they they really like as far as your your bait fish or shad and stuff. They really outcompete those. So the shad numbers on the river, you've, we've seen those drop off big time. Gotcha. Uh, the the carp and the buffalo, uh, which you know people love. I like buffalo; it's a good eating fish. Mm-hmm. They've seen those numbers reduced because uh, they're being outcompeted. But hopefully Mother Nature will take care of it. You know, the, the catfish are doing good because they're eating them. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I, I know that they were, I know that there was some, you know, there were there was some predictions that that could become a, a, a real uh, tragic I- event in the rivers. But like you said, hopefully uh, Mother Nature is is correcting the problem and taking care of it. And it's good to hear that um, uh, that it seems like it, it's, it, it's getting a little bit better, or at least not getting um, uh, way worse. Uh, we're going to wrap up this uh, podcast, but we need to get you back on real soon. Uh, really appreciate Bluff City Outdoors coming back on as a sponsor here. Looking forward to a great year of fishing. Looking forward to the Alton Catfish Classic coming up in September. So you and I will uh, have to uh, talk more about that as we go through the year. And um, you and I need to talk about getting uh, Getting out there on the river together and doing a little bit of fishing. You yeah, can show me. Just the, need to let me, me know what your schedule is. And I love I'll, it. And I'll, 
and I'll try to to get us hooked up with one of the guys. Oh, I can't wait. That that's going to be great. Uh, before we go, one more time, how can people uh, find Bluff City Outdoors and get out there and stock up the tackle box for the next trip? So they can. Uh, we're on Facebook, Bluff City Outdoors. Search on that, you'll find us. Uh, we're at twenty eight thirteen East Broadway, a uh, mile down from Fast Eddie's, uh, towards the direction it would be towards the east. Uh, and our websites, bluffcityoutdoors.com and bluffcitytackle.com. And, uh, yeah, come in and see us. And, yeah. You know, we're always loving to show people, you know, uh, how to catch these fish. Absolutely, absolutely. Bluffcityoutdoors.com. Mark, thanks for your time, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Okay, thanks, Tony. You bet. Okay, bye. So that's going to do it for this week's edition of the podcast exclusive. Thank you so much for listening. Share this podcast with anybody that uh, you know in your life that likes to talk about the great outdoors or fishing uh, or the Second Amendment and everything else we talk about here on the show. For Carl Middleman and Bo Matthews, I'm Tony Colombo. Thank you for listening to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.